Hello and welcome to episode 22 of the Traditional Legends podcast, the podcast series where we talk about the history behind myths and legends. I'm Brandy and I am with John and Jimmy at Boxwood House in Romney, West Virginia. And in today's episode, we'll be talking about gnomes, imps, and brownies. No, not those brownies or those brownies or those Really good oh, brownies. brownies. <laughs> it's the other brownie we're talking about. The other brownie. Yeah, the, the other, other one. one. Yeah, not the good stuff kids go for, but, you know. <laughs> or so, those those little uh, brats that like to peddle cookies outside of Walmart. Yes. And they're the so stinking cute that you're yeah, just you like, have to buy some. yes, just give me all of your cookies. <laughs> the brownies that are imps. Yes. <laughs> yes. So They're yeah, also so we, called hobgoblins. Hobgoblins. So hobgoblins. we we brought it all together. We brought it all together in yes. this episode. Yeah, yeah. We are wrapping up our world of the Fae. Yeah, yeah. We are wrapping. And it also, up. we it's it's fitting because these three kind of are synonymous with each other. Yeah, they, I was actually going to ask, like, uh-huh. are they? Related in some sorts, like are they the same kind of? Well, yeah, they're all within the realm of mm-hmm. the Fae or the fairy. But are they in like a classification kind of thing? You know how like they have classifications uh, yeah, of animals. It's, they like the same yes class. Yes and no. Okay. Yes and no. I would I would firmly put them all within the realm of the Fae. Mm-hmm. Um, elementals. Yeah. Things elementals, like that. Little but, people. But but mm-hmm. you know, hey hey hey. What exactly are you <laughs> suggesting there, buddy? Shorter You're little tiny. people. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, come on. If if you look at pop culture, yep. Mm-hmm. All right. While I get Snow White, it was and the Seven Dwarfs. They are very much modeled off of gnomes. Yeah. And then you have like the Harry Potter universe. I mean, oh, yeah, hello. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like Dobby was a house elf. But at the same time, he could be classified as a brownie or a hobgoblin. Or let's go into, and we're walking, we're walking, we're walking, the Lord of the Rings. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Also, Willow. Willow, Willow, yes. Willow had the warrior brownies in it, in the 1988 version of it. It has been so long since I've seen that one. Yes. You have seen it? Yes. You have not seen mm-hmm. it? Nope. Have you seen I, Leprechaun? Yeah, he's he's Willow. Oh, okay. So, yeah. yeah, I took my oldest nephew to see Willow in the theaters when he was like two, because he wanted to go see it, and my sister didn't. You know, and I'm like, eh, I'll take him. You know, <laughs> so I took him, and and it it was funny because like in the middle of the movie, there I guess there's like some sort of fight scene or something, and all I remember is my nephew in the aisle. Doing like a, almost like the shadow cast thing with his little pretend sword that he's holding. <laughs> it was so adorable. Another another cool thing that I found was, um, and I it totally blew my mind, the Cleveland Browns football team yeah. used it as a mascot. Really? I did for not several, know that. For several years, that. yeah. Well, okay, wait, wait, wait. Which? The Cleveland no. Browns football team. No, so they were like brownies. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Even had even had the the elf running with a football. And <gasps> that's funny. How stinking adorable! Yeah. I might watch foosball. <laughs> <laughs> 
bring it back. I think they brought it back in in 1999 or something like oh, that. that but uh, oh man, yeah, but they had it in the 60s, I believe, and then it went to the you know 90s. So yeah, so they they do have a little bit of that here and there. But that oh, that would be really fun. Cool. So you know, and then you got imps. Which are like the redheaded stepchild of the. the <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they get um, the bad rap. Um, they they do. Uh, they they really do. Can, you know, because pop culture has mm-hmm. them as demons. You know, yeah. As, yeah, and really within the paranormal community, they are classified as a low level demonic demonic presence. Yeah, presence. But at the same time. You know, keep in mind people that are always, you know, playing pranks. They have an impish mm-hmm. sort of personality, you yeah, know, they're pranksters. Right. You know, or it's like, oh, you little devil. It, it's kind of within that category. And I would think even you could classify William Shakespeare's um, puck. Yeah. Mm, yep. You know, with, within like the personality. Wise. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty wild though that you know, you got all this other stuff around gnomes and brownies mm-hmm. in pop culture, and then you got these imps that are like the devil, the devil. Well, when we get so. into the history of it, I can uh Well What do you think? What do did you find any history on gnomes? Um I'm thinking I'm thinking more of the Nordic kind. Actually, gnomes came about around the 16th century. Okay. Um, the Swiss alchemist Periclesis, um, he is the one that first really started talking about gnomes. And like the seven dwarfs, like mm-hmm. Gimli, they live underground and they guard the mines um, of precious metals and gems. Now, according to folklore, they look like little tiny gnarled up old men. Okay. Okay. Mm, all right. Okay. But I'm going to tell y'all, I have seen gnomes twice in my life. Yeah. You, I remember you mentioning one of the times. Mm. Yeah. So, um, and they're jacked. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're not as tiny as people yeah. say they are. They're, they're closer to like five feet tall, the ones that I saw. Um, so I was in Tennessee. It was two, thousand and seven okay and uh i was driving to work it was a foggy morning and um up ahead i saw i swear y'all he was about five feet tall he was like standing at the end of someone's driveway facing the road hands in his blue coat he had the beard he had the hat everything and i saw it and as i got closer suddenly boom He's not there, but on either side of the driveway are matching brick pillars with lamps on top. Now, okay, it was foggy. It was morning. All right, y'all, I get that. You you could argue yeah, yeah, that maybe well, everyone, I just... Everyone can argue everything nowadays. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You know, But still, as I'm continuing driving, I'm like, uh-uh, y'all, I know what I saw. So that afternoon... When I came back home from work, I'm like, I'm going to take a better look at these two pillars. Guess what? Hmm. Driving by that house, the pillar slash gnome, no, it wasn't even there. They only had one pillar 
at the end of their driveway. (laughs) And that was it. So I'm like, yeah, uh uh-uh. I know what I saw. I know what I saw. And he camouflaged himself. And then the second time was in 2013. It was summertime, broad daylight, middle of the day. Mm -hmm. Do you you remember that, John? Yeah, it was up in State College. Yes. It It was in State College. We were moving in. And uh, I came out the front door, and I was walking back to the moving truck. And under the tree, I kid you not, there was another gnome standing there watching you, John, and Justin unloading the truck and i just stopped in my tracks and i stood there staring at him <laughs> and uh you you didn't see him though yeah. you did not see him at all even though you were like three feet away yep. and uh you you started calling my name because you needed help you're like brandy 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 he's like what is wrong with you like, <laughs> there's a gnome under that tree right behind you and of course, once John got my attention, he was gone. He he was gone. He just completely disappeared. That's wild. Yeah. Wow. So so I have seen them, and they're actually closer to five feet tall. Um, they they look like your garden gnomes that you put out, you know, and with the little boots and the coat and the little hat. They're they are stinking adorable. So from a historical standpoint, mm-hmm. we get into imps and brownies. That's where they mostly come from. Or that, that's where a lot of history comes in. Yes. Brownies, um, let, let's clear this up. We all know the cute little ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, we also know the yummy, gooey, good ones. <laughs> um, but a brownie is actually a house elf yep. of and, Scottish and folklore. They're also, it's also it's wild because they're associated with death in some instances. Yeah. Really? Yeah, so they're, you know, and they're similar to the Lars in ancient Rome, where they're guardian right. spirits. Really? Right. Yeah. Now, now brownies, here, here's what it is. They're like little servants, okay? They're going to mm-hmm. clean the house. Um, you know, I think there was a story, like, the of the shoe cobbler. You know, they would fix shoes, you know, help them out, um, leave some milk or cream out for them. But they're sensitive little souls, and if you really offend them, they're gonna leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they can, and they can. They can leave. They can move mm-hmm. from place to place. But um, don't make them yeah. angry. Yeah. So I've also found that there was uh, there were similar mm-hmm. um, there's similar folklore out of Hawaii. Really. Yeah, I'm not surprised. They're I'm called not surprised. they're called the Mena, Mm. I've heard about that once before. Yeah, Menahoon, which are a race of dwarves mm. that work mm-hmm. during the night. Yes, you see that in Hawaii. Imagine if there's like mm-hmm. tunnels that go down super far in the ocean mm-hmm. for us that go under the oceans that connect all these places and they just have different names. Okay, Hollow Earth theory, dude. <laughs> Don't get me started. That's going to be a whole. Hey, you other never know. Show. You never know. Yeah. But you never know. Or then again, there could be portals. Because yeah. here's the thing: you don't necessarily see the brownies. During- mm-hmm. Okay, again, I've seen brownies. The um, apartment in Gettysburg had brownies. Yeah. In there, every now and again, I would catch one out of the corner of my eye, and it was like, "Whoa, what the heck is that?" Mm-hmm. You know. Um, but if you make them angry and really, really, really offend them, they can turn into a Bogart. 
Mm. Like in Harry Potter. Okay. Yeah. So they will make noise. They will appear as anything that would frighten you. Yeah. Yeah. So that goes back to hauntings. Mm-hmm. Right. And and the, the preconceived notion that, mm-hmm. oh, it's a ghost. It's a yeah. spirit. But it could possibly be some elemental contact in mm-hmm. there in the house. Yep. That, uh, that could be like, you know, oh, I've seen shadows. I've seen little, you know, shadows or... Exactly. You know, different things going on, movement of objects, mm-hmm. you know. Right. Well, again, think about when when we lived in State College. Yep. We moved into a brand spanking new townhouse. Literally, they had just finished building it. And we immediately start having water problems. For example, the brand new refrigerator, the ice maker would shoot ice out at us <laughs> yeah, if we were nearby, that. right? <laughs> then we yeah. had a mysterious leak come from under the dishwasher. Um, then we had a pipe burst a pipe in the burst wall, wall. Yeah. and water literally came out the light socket. And when we would call maintenance, they would be like, how the heck did this happen? So I kind of put two and two together and realized, wait, I saw a gnome. Maybe this townhouse was built on a fairy mound and we just really pissed off the fairies. Mm-hmm. So um, in the kitchen window, I made a little fairy village. I put crystals up there, like little fairy houses. And I put like a little uh, dish with water and crystals and things like that in it. Guess what? Our water problem stopped. Mm -hmm. It all stopped. You know, do not piss off the fairies. Be nice. I wonder if there's ever been in like history that hasn't been recorded. There's been battles between people and these elementals. Yes. um, You, you. I don't think you were here when we did the fairy episode, but the Tuatha de Danan, um, they came after the Formians. Now, the Tuatha de Danan, the High Kings of Ireland, actually ended up pushing them into the Shi or underneath the Hill of Tara. Mm. And they started living underground while the High Kings of Ireland lived above ground. So, there are different um, reports of, if you want to look at it from a folkloric point of view, battles between mm-hmm. these fairy creatures and humans. And um, again, I still haven't found the reference, but in some of my research, just very quickly, uh, there was a, a um, culture like down in the Mediterranean Ancient, ancient, ancient. And there are legends that this culture was wiped out by a mysterious race of people who came in on clouds. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's it sounds mm. very fairy-like, but then again... It could be the, alien in nature. Yeah. Right, that yeah. goes back to the... of aliens and fairies. Yep, and then, and then it also goes back to the fact of everything's... Con, you know, construed and it's all connected. It's all we connected. Are, yeah. We are all yeah. one, oh, yeah. one giant. Yeah, because you got web. you know you got aliens that yeah. are associated possibly with ghosts. Yeah, that and are just all with, that history that you lose over time. Yeah, that's like spoken to people but not written down either before or after. And it exactly. Burns. You have and, all that. And then on top of that, the oral history is often uh, looked down on mm-hmm. by 
mainline historians because, oh, that's oral history. That can't possibly be true. Oh, these are just stories, fairy tales that they mm-hmm. told their children or, or you know, these were superstitions. Of exactly. And mm-hmm. it's like, how do these cultures, Hawaii, mm-hmm. yeah. Scotland, Rome. Continents have the same know, thing. They, right. They all have the same sort of creature regardless of what they're called. Exactly. You know, it seems to me that, hey, there's a basis for this. Yes, definitely. You know, and and my sister, my older sister, God love her, but I hate her because I have never seen a fairy with my own two eyes as far as I know. And she has. It's a love haze. It's not like she actually hates her. (laughs) i'm like 100 percent jealous because in her house she has literally seen fairies like she turned around one day and saw a fairy sitting on the lampshade wow and i'm like seriously seriously (laughs) me me of all people Mm -hmm. i have not visually seen one with that aren't fairies little tricksters too they can be Oh yes, yeah, and yeah, and that's the thing; they can appear any way they want, mm-hmm. which goes into the whole alien thing. Yeah. Like they're putting on the glamour to mm-hmm. look like aliens to frighten us. Yeah. So then we get into and. imps. Yeah. So oh, uh, I know you you're you're itching. You're itching. <laughs> I am, I am, I am. <laughs> so because uh, you know it's all about witchcraft and and the association. Uh, you know what? To- no, that's that's where they became quote unquote demonic. Yeah, yeah. and so, evil. The uh, the things that I found out was, um, and I'll, I'll let you get to the the whole uh, uh, witchcraft. Oh thing. no, that, I I know somebody that saw an imp, and I think it's funny. Oh yeah, that too, that too, yeah. So 14th century mm-hmm. in uh, in Lincolnshire, yeah, there was a cathedral there that mm-hmm. the uh, the the um, officials. Said that they saw the devil come in with two imps and trash the place. Uh, yeah, but the thing of it is, there's that association with the devil. Yeah, an association with right. You know, and that was the 14th century. That was the 14th century. Yep. Okay, because they, you know, yeah, they heavily 1300s. think things go into religious beliefs. Right. It was the 1300s. This was also the time of crusades and mm-hmm. inquisitions and things like that. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me Yeah, let me get, go ahead. Go ahead. So, going back to brownies. I I found out mm-hmm. that um in 1649 and in 1680 wow. during the witch trials. Mm. Uh Thomas Shanks and Margaret Combe mm-hmm. both confessed to meet a thick little man Conceived as a brownie. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So I, 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 I looked at my notes. I'm like, oh, I forgot about that. Because <laughs> now we're talking about imps yeah. and witchcraft and all that stuff. Right. But- well, I mean, there was a lot of stuff going on during the witch trials. People were actually put on trial as werewolves, vampires, witches. Yeah. You, you know, know, I wonder if all that started because of the natives putting things on the colonists. Because this is still a time when they were. There could be some fighting. Native American. Yeah, they could in, like put stuff on. Okay, them. in America, mm. that that's entirely that's a what possibility. I mean, like with the Salem witch trial. But oh no, no, that. Oh, okay. Side note here: you had the two families. Mm-hmm. Okay, 
Back in the day, Salem was actually split into the Oceanside, which was a merchant type mm-hmm. village. And then the other side of Salem was a farming mm-hmm. village. The two two feuding families, one wanted it to be merchant, one wanted it to be farming. They started fighting. And that mm-hmm. is where the Salem witch trials took off because, oh, so you're in their camp. You're a witch, witch, yeah. witch, you're a witch. And then they kept going back and forth and back and forth. And there was, yep. in the end, there was one person that stood up, like when everything was all said and done, and she says, I am so sorry for the role that I played in this. And paraphrasing here, she basically was saying that the adults put her up to it. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, yeah, this was just a fight over territory. And if you'd like to read more, please read my blog about the Salem witch trials. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go back to imps then. Imps, yes. They, it's actually, um, they believe that the word is taken from the word um, yemp, Y-M-P-E, which oh. is actually hmm. a young grafted tree uh-huh. because... Imps okay, yeah. resemble trees. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, and in some cultures, like fairies, they are wild and uncontrollable. And the thing is with imps, they play pranks to try to make you laugh and be friends. Hmm. But the thing is, even after you're friends, they're still going to continue to play pranks because that's their personality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, which, you little devil. Oh, he has an impish personality. Mm. Oh, look at that little impish grin on his face. You know, he's up to, you know what (laughs) I mean? And then when the world went stinking witch crazy because um, of the Malleus Maleficarum, which Springer and Kramer were inquisitors. So the traits of witchcraft were very much the same as being a heretic. And then King James, yes, of the Bible fame, he wrote his own treats he called demonology, and he talked about demons and witches and all Mm -hmm. that. And this is where it really started um, getting into the, oh, imps are minions of Satan. 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 (laughs) Satan. Beelzebub. Knights in Satan's circle. (laughs) Or knights in Satan. Was a kiss. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Knights and Satan service. Service. ACDC, Antichrist yeah. Devil Children. Yep, yep, yep. If y'all oh, weren't right. around in the 80s, that was like a huge oh, thing. Yeah. Huge. Wow. So, it's a band. We don't like them. We're going to say they're Satanists. Yeah, yeah. I want to rock and roll all night and party every day. They are so <laughs> satanic, yeah. man. Totally. <laughs> well, let's let's talk about the week and weird no, then. No, no, no. I, I want to share my imp story. All right, go for it. Imp go story. For it. Paranormal investigation. We were investigating a house on the battlefield of Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. And uh, I and my partner, Mary, were in one room. And suddenly another investigator, Josh, comes in. He's white as a sheet, absolutely shaking, terrified. We're like, Josh, what the heck is wrong? It it took him a few minutes. He was stuttering. He was in so much shock. <laughs> I remember. So, so when he finally gets it out, he says he turned around and looked out the window 
and saw a creature climb down from the tree. It was about 18 inches high and run under his car. (laughs) He was terrified. What he saw was a tree imp. Yep. Mm -hmm. So immediately the entire investigation team went outside. Outside. Yep. That was it. We went outside. Of course we didn't see anything, but I started taking pictures up in the trees just in case you don't know. Well, couple days later, I'm doing evidence review and I'm scrolling in, I'm zooming in on the trees and Josh walks in and I'm teasing him. I'm like, yeah, I'm just doing evidence review of the trees where you said you saw that tree imp. And I went, yeah, wouldn't it be really funny if right now is when I finally find the picture of it? His face again goes (laughs) white and I turn around and look at my screen right there. Lo and behold. Yeah. Is a picture of a little tree peeking around the branch, and it looked like he was hissing. (laughs) And I'm just like, oh, my gosh. But I got to tell you all, he was the cutest little thing. He really, truly was. And if you look at pictures of imps that are on cathedrals, it looks exactly the same. And um, was I think a couple weeks ago, I actually posted this picture on our traditional legends yeah, Instagram account. So if you want to see it, head over to Instagram, check out traditional legends. I do have a photograph of the tree imp on there. Good deal. Nice Good deal. So who's going first in the week and weird week and weird. I guess I will go for so, it. <laughs> apparently six doctors uh, decided to do an experiment, a little Lego experiment where they swallowed a little Lego head. Six of them did. To see what would happen. How'd it come out? Uh, I guess it came out full. It didn't really go into depth on how it came out because, you know. (laughs) They said that there was no short-term or really long-term because it's a small piece of, like, plastic. It just didn't really Uh digest. It just came out. So now (laughs) when your kids eat Legos, exactly a little bit. It should be better. Yeah, everything should be fine. Relatively, yeah. And and how much did they spend on this experiment? (laughs) I don't know. It was Australia, so uh, they, it's probably, probably a lot. Like, probably a hundred thousand dollars for uh, you know the the, the Here, thought process of me, a uh, of a Lego head going through the intestines. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, it was at least one hundred fifty thousand just what? to swallow six wow. Legos. Now, uh, it's science, man. Science, yeah. In the name of science, yeah, science. Science. <laughs> what do you got, Brandy? All right, so I want to follow up on a story that I talked about, the TikTok time traveler. Mm. Oh, yeah. So, uh, so is anybody is, missing? <laughs> right. So on March 23rd, supposedly an alien abducted 8,000 people from around the world, and they are going to protect us from an, from an alien invasion by the distance species that's supposed to happen next year. So, the, you know, my brain starts going faster than my mouth, and then it's like processing, (laughs) processing, processing. So, the TikTok time traveler announced that at 2 p.m. on the 23rd of March, just a few days ago, the alien species arrived seeking out the best doctors, leaders, scientists, and engineers on planet Earth 
They completed their quest and they left Earth at around 7.30 p.m. that day. Now, I did a little bit of recon because I was curious, you know, people go missing every day. Mm. Are we really going to notice? Thousands of people. Well, here's what's weird. All right. On one site, and this is a, a world statistic site. It's credible. Statistically, it says 607 people go missing globally every day. So 8,000 people, that that's pretty big. I mean, I would mm. think you would notice. Mm-hmm. But on yet another site, looking at just the United States, it's showing that 2,133 people have already gone missing in the United States this year. So it's like, it depends on mm. what site you go to. So I don't know how they're getting their statistics, what yeah. they're looking at. And hey, if you're missing your leader, your doctor, your engineer, or anything like that, well, the aliens took them. Yep. Yeah. That's what I got. Good deal. Hmm. Good deal. So my my uh, my story is uh, not really weird. But uh, it's interesting. So, um, Destination Fear was uh, yes. canceled uh, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, and uh, the uh, the leader of the pack, Dakota Laden, mm-hmm. put out on Twitter that they were putting together a YouTube TV show, Project Fear, and they were looking for sixty five thousand dollars to do a season. Because, you know, they want to keep it alive, keep it going. Mm-hmm. And 15 days in, <clears throat> they're up to $324,000. <laughs> Guess wow. they'll be on YouTube for yeah. a while. 4,800 backers. Wow. wow. And uh, according to them, they can now do um, almost five domestic road trips and two international road trips. So we're talking... Wow. Almost seven years, seven seasons. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Crazy. Yeah, Good for them. Yeah. Good for them. It but. seems like YouTube is really where it's at. I'm seeing a lot of uh, ghostly paranormal shows. There's a lot of paranormal being... stuff, but there's a lot of issues with it, and that's why people yeah. are going to rumble, too. Well, a lot of yeah. it is being canceled now. You know, mm-hmm. prime time, they're not looking for uh, ghostly yeah. shows. So uh, we have an announcement to make. Brandy published a book. Brandy's pregnant. Yeah. I mean, what? Oh, dear <laughs> Lord, please don't do that to me. So uh, <gasps> it's called Phantom Vibrations. And uh, it, will be, it will be on the website momentarily. Mm-hmm. We'll Until the then, go to Amazon.com. It is also available internationally. Yep. We'll, we'll be putting a, a link on it very mm-hmm. soon on the website on the main page. I'm super excited. It looks very good. Why, yes. thank you. And it's that, very well written. Yes. Thank I wouldn't you. Doubt thank that. you. Thank you. The looks of it, I'm completely my publisher, Roswell Publishing. So yep. thank you very much for that. And uh next week we'll be talking about Ostara, which is the Pagan Festival behind Easter. Yep. Oh, interesting. Yeah, well, we're getting, getting to that there. time. We're getting there. Yeah, getting there. Ha- haven't you noticed all the Easter eggs around? Oh yeah. Oh, I know. It's been around <laughs> since January. <laughs> and then and then after that, we will be talking about mm-hmm. aliens. Beep boop boop. Beep boop beep boop. Aliens, UFOs, 
all sorts of stuff. And we're going to be doing it by Close Encounters. So it's going mm-hmm. to be cool. Um, so as always, please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to or follow this podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Brandy. I'm John. And I'm Jimmy. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to Traditional Legends Podcast. If you would like to be a guest on the podcast, have a question for Brandy or John, or a suggestion for a new podcast, email us at contact at traditionallegends.com, or send us a DM on Instagram, Facebook, or directly on our website. Be kind, and thank you for listening again.